Hello again, and welcome to episode 146 of SDGC for Thursday, May 9th. If you're not aware, Super Deformed Gamescast meets right here every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, community game streaming, and a mental health support show. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, hey, feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a subscription. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch, and you can find us on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm good. Are you good? I, I literally just got back from Detective Pikachu. You just got back from watching Pokemons. Yeah, I did. I didn't think Pokemon. I'd be able to make it tonight's show, and then I got out and realized I had 30 minutes to get home. It was like, hey, uh, let's fucking do this. Oh my I actually, god, did you love it? Did you it was, love it? It was quite good. I was quite happy with it. so happy. I mean, it was I, a comfy it's not, good time. It's not a topic that we're talking about tonight, and I wouldn't want to spoil it for, like, everybody else, but that movie made me so happy. But Detective Pikachu was good. I got some trading cards. It was, uh, it was a good time. You need to I, share those with the rest of the class, man. Well, we'll see what's up. I actually wasn't counting on you tonight, dude, so I'm glad you're here. Yeah, he texted me, or, well, messaged me earlier today saying he specifically wasn't going to be on the show, so. Yeah. That is actually why Tom, that's actually why Tom is, that's the only reason he's here is because he, he thought he wouldn't have to deal with me. We, if, yeah. if we had known that Derek was not, was going to be here, we would have just kicked your ass out, man. Yeah, I know. Tom, once again, trade. Tom, how many how many times have you been on with us now, Tom? What is this like? Oh, fucking a 38? Uh, fucking 37, yeah. yeah, like. Yeah. I have a question, is that episode number that you, said at the beginning of the show is that accurate 146 no he's lying about it he makes up a different number i do it's a really stupid joke we don't know why he keeps doing it i'm of the belief that no one has ever actually said an accurate uh episode number at the beginning of a podcast <laughs> it's roughly 146 like i'm sure <laughs> it's a specific rough number i think it's all weird. we have to do is count up one every week well, so. yeah it's probably like, <laughs> i mean that's too much for us sometimes it, it's probably i, mean, I like, fucked well, it up yeah. once or twice but i think we've been pretty watch us do, been, yeah like, thank you brandon fucking yeah. brandon Brandon over here watch us do like a 150th and like episode special and it's like episode 149 or something yeah, that's that's just on brand for us so it, it has been an extremely busy week um of course i missed a lot of it because i was suspended for dragging a confederate general so i missed Clear all jail. the I, I missed so much guys i missed i missed all the good sonic talk wait were you I gone missed, for the entirety of sonic's teeth i was gone for mm -hmm. all of sonic he was, he was gone go he, for the only like amusing week we've had on twitter in a while yeah yeah garbage <laughs> yeah i, I was gone back just in time well no we're not going to talk about that. yeah we're not gonna yeah, talk about that. yeah yeah of course you know like the morning after i come back i just i log on gaming twitter today and i logged right the fuck back off i was like nope <laughs> um, yeah, I, was, but, uh, I, I sank deep into it because i'm a messy bitch who lives <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <laughs> like I like, but not only that, I missed all the good. Uh, I missed all the good uh, Randy Pitchford talk. I missed all the good Randy uh, takes. Uh, um, uh, and that so so are we gonna get right into that? Because well, no. So I was in the room when he was like doing that. <laughs> there were two hundred people. We all heard it. Yeah, no, there were two hundred people playing this, playing his game that he should be paying attention to them. <laughs> and instead he was having a normal wait were you there on on wednesday on the reveal day? Oh. i was there i went there the day before for the media thing and then i was yeah. there for the reveal as well uh, interesting okay so so we're gonna like, get into the entire room just screaming log off <laughs> so so we're gonna get into randy we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk in about due that time. Oh, look at that we got we got a genuine press sneak fuck in the chat 
Oh look! Oh, there's oh there's Imran in the yep. chat. Fucking uh, fucking oh the, boy! Like the press sneak fuck apparently. The pre- yeah, like Im- Imran was fucking late. All right, all right. Look, we're gonna get in all that. We'll we're gonna get in all that. <laughs> you are, First, you are ready to go, man. I'm ready to fucking. I I missed you guys. You I've been. I was here. fucking. Off you Twitter, even actually, like you weren't gone from our lives. You were, you were gone from Twitter, <laughs> but you were, I like, was... in, you were in the DM. It wasn't yeah, like you, I was getting regular. Like, no, no, I mean, I missed cast account. No, I missed this. I missed, I missed this. I missed all of you. Even, even Tom. Like fucking, like just the first time I've ever actually missed Tom. But I, I missed him. Like it was, yeah. it was good shit. No one's ever really missed me. I don't believe that. <laughs> He's got to say something on the show tonight that will make sure that this is the last time you miss Tom. Oh shit, Jeff is in chat. Jeff, why, why are you not here? He just came to spam Saki. He just came to spam Saki. He just came to spam Saki. That's fine. So, uh, Borderlands 3, a uh, big reveal event was last week. And two of these fine people here on this podcast were there and lived and, and came here to, to talk about it. Fast in um, Randy's glow. This was, this was, so let's, so let's, let's focus on the game itself first. Like Rebecca, I want to kick it over to you first. Uh, day one. Um, what, what was the first thing that happened at the, uh, the Borderlands reveal? Like, like how did the day kick off? So it, it was extremely extra let's start with that i mean you see we are wearing our uh our jackets that look they're extremely cool i they mean they're incredibly comfortable and well made they're they really are like I, i'm very annoyed by this fact i hate how much i like it i know i don't i, I don't want to get excited about dumb video game swag because like come on but it, I mean, it's warm and, and it's comfy. Why wouldn't you want and to get I, excited about dumb video games? Look at look at this shit. Like why would John? They gave us a three pound I mean, like, lucite plaque with a psycho's face in it. Yeah, what? that's real stupid. Um, <laughs> because, I'm I mean, jealous okay, of so, those so, so, so the serious those thing here cool. is like they that is like something that happens when we go to gaming events, right? Like they will give us like shit, and it feels weird to accept it. It's like it's like weird bribery. I don't know how I feel about it. So I'm very annoyed that this jacket is comfortable and warm. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> nicest jacket I own. I don't know how I feel about that. Anyway, like aside from that, um, it, the whole event was extremely extra. Like a dozen roses on all the tables because they have like all those posters of like with yeah, the roses weird. and stuff. Oh, okay, that um, makes sense. <laughs> ni- yeah. Nitrogen frozen cereal. Popcorn. It was or popcorn. Or popcorn. <laughs> Freaked me what? out. Um, I'm not really sure what the what point the of that was. That? I'm sure it's like a thematic kind of thing. Um, oh, hold on, nitrogen, nitrogen frozen. Pop- ni- they don't yeah, liquid nitrogen. Pour a bunch of liquid nitrogen to a cereal, and when you eat it, smoke <sighs> comes out your mouth and nose, and it's horrifying. Why would you want to do that? Because it, it, was, it was just like eating cold cereal. It wasn't. Like Is it really like eating cereal. a vape? It was eating. <laughs> no, it was just like eating. <laughs> Rem, like you, like, did you chuff <laughs> some fat cotton? No. <laughs> it really just tastes like eating cereal that you've left in the freezer for a few hours. Sure, Reb. Sure, oh, Reb. Jeez. Um, they had a bar. I was there for the the morning and the afternoon event on Tuesday, and they had a bar of, with alcohol that was open at like what eight a.m. It was. I know. Oh, I was there. Yeah, was the afternoon event on Tuesday, which means we were in the same room. No, we were. We absolutely were. Um, and then yeah, there was the afternoon event on Tuesday. So I was there for two events back to back. They were basically exactly the same. Um, I, I know we're. I know. Um, I mean, I had a lot of interviews, so it was it was good that I went to both events. But yes, I did have to sit through the presentation twice. Uh, which I, the second time I was like, yeah, whatever. But, and, and I will, I, I am not here to defend the CEO of Gearbox who makes lots and lots of money and does not need anyone to defend him. But I will say, aside from the single microtransaction, I mean, I went, I went in there just 
peppered with jokes about uh, USB drives and medieval times and like just, just Card joke tricks. after joke. Oh yeah, all of those things. Aside from the single microtransaction moment, he really did have a very literal normal one. Like the presentation yeah. was extremely normal and boring. And honestly, the microtransactions thing, I didn't even think it was gonna be that big of a deal. Like the way he the way he said it during the presentation was something like and I have I have the audio recorded, like I had to go back and listen to it to make sure that I heard what I heard. But he he started by saying, Yeah, we're gonna um, we're going to do some heads and some skins. And then he said, we're, not, we're going to do no microtransactions. And the crowd just erupted and everybody's cheering. And so my brain is thinking, okay, they're going to do like skins that you can earn in game and you're not, you can't buy them with real money, right? Like that, that's what that sounded like. But like, it, it wasn't quite clear. So I, I know that a whole bunch, I know, you know, we'll get to it, but like Game Informer did their due diligence and, you know, we did ours and several sites did theirs and, you know, checked around and it turned out that's not quite what he meant. Um, but everybody heard it. And other than that, like, I didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal. It was like one single, whoa, oh, shut up. What? what? Sorry about that. That's so wholesome. <laughs> no, my, my phone was loud because I, had, I took a nap and I set an alarm, but New Jersey is calling me, who cares? Um, but yeah, so then I played Borderlands 3, and I've, I've only played the first one. I haven't played the second one, and it's it's fun. It's it's more Borderlands. It's more Borderlands. It's bigger Borderlands. Everything's brighter and prettier and more colorful. There's just so many guns and so many more things, and it's just a lot. I mean, I don't have, like, a super sophisticated opinion on Borderlands 3, but if you like Borderlands 1 and 2, you're gonna like 3. Like, it, it's just more of the same, but better and that's like what people want right like well, there's, not... there's like multiple planets this time right like you're going yeah. off pandora and you're you're going to other actual yeah worlds. you're going to fucking space which i think will i think the series will benefit a lot from because it it was starting to look a lot of the same it's like wastelandy desert everything's torn it does start that way but um they had this very pretty big like futuristic city with fancy lights and robots and shit and that oh, that's cool that was really fun yeah like it's it seems like there's a lot more room for them and their artists to do things that have, have a little bit more variety. Well, um, that's so good because be like, you know, I mean, I've only seen, I've only seen video. I haven't been where, you know, you and Tom have been, but everything I've seen, like I Borderlands two was my one of my, probably my favorite game from last gen. I poured probably about 400 hours, 500 hours of that fucking game uh, across Xbox and uh, PS3. Um, but everything I had seen was like, okay, this is, more Borderlands, you know, like, which is great, but what is the series going to do to shake it up? Um, Tom, do you think that, so I, I, by the way, did, have, did you go hands on with it, Tom? Did you actually play the game? I played like, three hours of it, yeah. You played three hours of it, okay. You um, streamed are you, it too, didn't you, Tom? Yeah, I streamed one session and I recorded the other. Oh, I missed your stream, dude. Holy shit, I didn't realize you were streaming. Oh, that's right, because I was fucking suspended for dragging Confederate <laughs> General. <laughs> that said, I did send Zach like my full 90 minute play session from the first day. So to look at what were your impressions tom out of your out of your three hours like uh, are it, you it feels like a modern game for the first time which is cool like the gunplay feels like what you would expect that's good um, the gunplay in borderlands 2 is okay floaty it's slow like, yeah non-existent it's functional i'll say <laughs> in borderlands 2 uh because i i i loved borderlands 1 and 2 and then i played this event and i went home to and i'm like i got the itch again i'm gonna install borderlands 2 on pc and I don't like the way that game plays anymore after playing that. But uh, yeah, it feels way more modern. Uh, the alt fire stuff they do on the weapons is fun. <clears throat> so they have it where if, if you hit like down on the D-pad, you can like change fire on some weapons. They said most yeah. in the presentation, but mm. I only came across a few. Yeah, same. Um, but it would be Did like you... hit down and it changes like your SMG 
like snaps a scope onto it and changes. Oh, that's the fucking fire cool. Rate. So it becomes goes from being like a close range machine gun to being like a burst fire like ranged weapon. See, yeah, I I, lo- I love that. Like, I really miss like the whole alt fire thing. Like that was kind of a thing if like early two thousands FPSs yeah. that was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and it's been gone for a while, so that's really cool. That's I, in I Borderlands. Like it, I feel like it has a lot of potential here because I mean. Like he says, there. I I didn't run across it hardly at all during my play. Um, but potentially, if you get you know a bunch of guns that have that, you've got like what yeah. four weapon slots? Did you yeah. see? You could potentially uh, you, you have, have basically yeah, have three open when we play. But I did. They did. But it looked like they did confirm four. four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so you could potentially effectively have like eight different, basically different weapons equipped at a time and just be able to flip through them with the push of a button and just be like, go from like zapping things with electricity to throwing burgers. Like there was a cheeseburger gun. I didn't get the <laughs> Oh, plan, I heard about the cheeseburger gun. That sounds fucking gun. awesome. So like you could just, you could just potentially like flip through. There's a lot of variety and it felt, it felt good and explodey. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't find out until the end of my last session that if you just mash P every time you hit it, it would just spawn a gun into the world. What? Yeah, so if you just mash on that, there would just be a pile of guns. No shit. <laughs> like, at least in the dev build. So I was Yeah, sure no, that... I'm sure that's not a fun <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's definitely not going to be, like, a mechanic. No <laughs> I thought you thought, like, that's a mechanic. No, like, obviously it's a dev build. But, like, I wish I knew that sooner because I would have just, like, fucked around with a lot of stuff. Like, there was that one that they referred to as, like, the fifth element gun that I got to play with where you shoot a, like, the alt fire is to shoot, like, a homing puck, and then all subsequent bullets just track to it, no matter where you fire. Oh, that's, like, straight up the bullseye from Resistance. That's awesome. I love that the developers just have a make guns appear button. Of course. Of course they would. Why wouldn't they? (laughs) They're like, we got a bajillion guns. Um, But that, plus the added mobility that they've added, like, being able to vault over things and slide and, like, mantle up stuff, it makes it feel a lot less clunky than it was before, especially considering like a lot of my issues with Borderlands 2 was I'd miss a jump and then I would run five <laughs> minutes in a circle to get back to where I was and I'd try it again. So having like a fix for that is nice. Finally, it only took them three games to get there. Were you guys able to get a feel on the uh, on the skill tree elements or the RPG stuff? Like are they, are they leaning heavier into the, into the role-playing aspect of it? Um, or like, so I don't know. I don't know too much about what the the actual character classes are aside from your standard. You know, like one's a siren, one's like a kind of like a ninja, and one's like a hunter. I think the robot is the hunter, right, Tom? Yeah, I right. didn't play the operative guy, which I should have. Is that Zane? Zane? Is that yeah, Zane? Like, with Zane, you can equip apparently two like active abilities at once, as opposed to just the one. But he's the only class that can do that. Um, I played the siren both times because I wanted to like be good in my footage. <laughs> Because if you ban the video game, people on the internet tear you apart for it. People, people take your gamer card. You're you're um, a fake gamer. Yeah. So like, um, I wish I did more of that. Um, I went through all the skill tree stuff. Uh, I, you were only like level five or six. Like you were very low in the demo, so I was only able to unlock a few things. Like I got to the second tier, and it was mostly passive abilities. Yeah, that was the thing that I had too. The only the only active ability that I unlocked was that thing that, where she kind of ground pounded that we saw in the demo. I kind of wish they had given us a little bit more room to play with that uh, the stuff. First, the first three were unlocked, because they're all level one. So if you just switch the other ones, I learned this. Oh, point. really? I'm such a yes. dumbass. So I did one where she goes like this, and it like astral projects the siren thing at it, and it does that way. Well, I'm not a real gamer. Guess I gotta yeah. hang up my hat. Yeah. I didn't realize it until I was going through the menus, and it was because of like, on my streaming day. I learned a lot of the stuff when I was streaming because people would be like, hey, what was that in the settings? 
And I'm like, oh shit, I did have three abilities unlocked, and I only fucked with one of them for almost three hours. <laughs> what were the uh, what were the environments like? Um, it felt like a crackdown city. Interesting. Well, there, so, were, so there were multiple, right? So like there there was yeah. kind of that opening area that they showed us that was very torn up. Uh, it felt like very Pandora. Borderlands. Yeah. Like, like it was Pandora. I mean, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And but then yeah, there there was the city, uh, uh, Promethea. That was the planet that it was on. And yeah, it's a super futuristic, metro, shiny, clean city with, you know, bright lights and city bits. I don't is know. It, like, is it like a is it like a playable area with enemies, or is it like a hub? Like like, like oh, playable like, area with playable enemies. Area. Uh, the, the hub, hub is the is the, is the ship, the Sanctuary Three. Oh, that's right, the Sanctuary Three. Which is okay. just, I mean, I've played enough Borderlands to get excited about some of the cameos there, but I'm sure if you've played all of the Borderlands, and you're like, oh, holy shit, I know all of these people. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, I heard that Zero was 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 in the demo that you guys yeah. played. Yeah, the ninja. Yeah, from, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah he's fun. He apparently he talks more than I thought he talked. Yes, I don't. I don't remember him talking at all in the in, in Borderlands Two. He does a talk. He t he talks a fair amount in um, uh, Tales from the Borderlands. You well, meet him in that, and that's how it was with like the Borderlands One characters reappearing in Borderlands Two. Is they talked a lot more. Like the pl when they're a player character, they're not that wordy. So. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of Tales from the Borderlands, uh, Reese, uh, there's there's a cool bridge mustache. between yeah, there's a bridge between uh, Tales from the Borderlands, and he's the CEO of Atlas, right? Yeah. In Borderlands Two or Borderlands so, like, in, Three. Our, in our demo, yeah. they were at like sort of a like war with another corporation and that was like the backdrop of that planet's whole thing was there was there any discussion uh about the the actual like size of the game because borderlands 2 was a much bigger game than borderlands 1 like if you're talking if you're just talking real estate and uh with multiple planets like did they did they give any indication as to how like big pandora was compared to borderlands 2 and then okay well it's also in comparable in size to these other planets you have to go visit it sounds a little destiny-ish I don't think they said anything specific because they really only talked about Pandora and Promethea and yeah. they really only showed us a couple areas of them. I know I read somewhere that it was going to be like if you booked it through the game, you'd finish it in like 30 to 35 hours. But that's if you were just only doing the absolutely required stuff to finish it. So that maybe gives you the vaguest of ideas of how big it is. And then there's you know, going to be, of course, end game content. So I, I don't think we know yet. But yeah. the idea being there will definitely be multiple planets and multiple areas. Um, like that. You know what I hope we get in Borderlands 2 or Borderlands 3? I keep fucking wanting to say Borderlands 2. What I hope we get in Borderlands, Borderlands. 3 out of well not not just well, well yeah of course but in Borderlands 3 I hope we actually we get actual raids like as opposed to because like in Borderlands Ooh. 2 it's just like raid bosses right you know it's like I, I'm, I, I have a feeling that if it's not there at launch, that is definitely something coming post launch. It has to be, right? Yeah. Like, see that. like even Ghost Recon, the new Ghost Recon today said they have raids. <laughs> like, Which looks cool. Yeah. By the way. But yeah, like I, I'd be surprised they didn't have at least like one raid activity. Yeah, like like beyond just like a bullet sponge boss that you got to fight. You know, like I mean, those were really, were you know were really fun in in Borderlands too. But I feel like in the age of excuse me, uh, in the age of, you know, Destiny, Destiny 2, and The Division, and The Division 2, well, whether it be raids or incursions or, you know, whatever The Division 2 calls them, it's not even out yet. Like, you need you need more. this is a PvE-focused game. Yeah. As opposed to, like, even Destiny is, like, a heavy PvP element once you're done with, like, story stuff. So, like, for a game like this that's strictly that, they have to do something to make the end game worth it. Exactly, yeah. Like, and, and I get, like, 
Borderlands 2 was meant to be played over and over like Diablo, you know, like you just played at a higher difficulty and you get better loot. But I agree. Like, I don't think that that particular, I don't think that particular gameplay loop is going to entice as many people as it did the last time, simply because there's, there's more options out there now. Right. Which I guess comes to my next question. I want to throw this out to everybody. Like, obviously, you know, like there's, there's a lot of hype about Borderlands 3 and everybody's really excited about it. Um, in a post, in a post Destiny 2 Division 2 world, like beyond planets, what does this game need to do to shake it up? Like, what are, well, like, like, or, or is, or is the name Borderlands enough? Like, is it just enough that it's Borderlands 3 or, or, or are they going to have to do something beyond just adding more real estate, adding more planets? I think just being Borderlands is enough. You think so? I, I like, it's been long enough. I, yeah, I yeah, think so. It's been a long time and like, People really like those games. I actually just replayed the first one with that remaster. And like, even though like that game feels its age, I still had a good time with it. And like, even among like the people that I know that, you know, are more casual like players, like Borderlands and Borderlands 2 were really popular among that group. And like, there's a lot of them that have been waiting for a new Borderlands. I think it's going to be a real big, um, real big success. I'm with Justin. I mean, I've again, I've only played the the first one, so I'm not, you know, a super big Borderlands fan. But I think just from what I know of Borderlands and from what I've seen of this game, I think just expanding on all the things they're really like, like they're they know that was what kind of came through in all of my. I had three interviews, and all of them know that the people who love Borderlands love it for what it is, and they're not they're not looking for some just massive innovation. They're not looking they're not looking for anything to shake it up. They just want more of what is already there. They want it to be bigger and shinier and to take, to, to take, I don't want to say take up more of their time, but yeah, like, like to, to be something they can play for the long term and to have, you know, kind of this ongoing content, these ongoing adventures that they can have with their friends. Also, I mean, I think the story matters quite a bit because that, that is one of the things, aside from being a leader shooter, Borderlands does lean pretty heavily on. So much. I know it's better than <laughs> At least it's not a shooter. Can I just call, call it a shooter? Schluter. Just Schluter. for you, I'm going to call it a shooter the rest of the I li- time. I like shooter. Yeah. Um, no, I will, I will curl up and shrivel. So Go aside cry. from being. Aside from just being a schluter, um, it's also, the the whole thing is the game, hey, Tom did this. The whole thing is it has this story, right? Like, and it's fun and crass and over the top and just kind of stupid at times. And so I I think it'll lean on that and then it'll lean on ongoing content to keep itself going. I mean, this this game will sell. This game will sell. And I, I think it'll be good in spite of Randy Pitchford's bizarre meltdown i think this so, game is gonna be really good so so i want to ask about that i do oh, well, like, let everybody else finish though well i was i was gonna kick it over to brandon brandon are you a borderlands guy at all nope i did play him though but i'm <laughs> <laughs> play him <laughs> fucking hate him but brandon no, brandon fucking hate him i just don't care brandon <laughs> that's even worse brandon has got that marine bluntness that i identify with and i just really appreciate it. brandon what do you think about this nope I, <laughs> I, I just bring up that in the i have it on authority that in the sdgq group chat at least as of march 12th 2019 john made a bet to the rest of the group that borderlands 3 will be a flop he's already done that multiple times he has he has been on record saying that no one would care about um borderlands 3 and John, then I showed him what the line Red, was at John, PAX for the reveal. Fucking bet. <laughs> you still owe me a mobile.
game. What the fuck? Okay, first of all, first of all, I'm gonna play the mobile game on Saturday. Sure. Okay. I changed my mind. By the way, you're playing Florence. What's Florence? I don't even you're know. Find out. John, you'll like you're it. You'll like it. It's like 45 minutes she's long. She's partnered up with the it. machine. She sings uh, in the Final Fantasy 15 trailer. Continue. Okay, I'm first sorry. of all, first of all, I want to address Sam in chat who says John has a long history of calling things flops before they came successes. Uh, fuck you, Sam. Okay, first of all, you're Is wrong. He wrong. That's not He's a response. Not wrong. 110% wrong. Okay. Also, Imran says I'm upset. Reb, Reb gave you a good game to play. Im Imran, I explained this to you. Imran, <laughs> what the fuck Venom, is that? Like Mr. Venom will bomb negative. Okay, Venom was shit. Okay, <laughs> like, like I regret giving this giving this airtime at the moment, but the reason John's playing a mobile game is because he lost about with me about Nintendo Directs, and the reason I gave him a good mobile game to was play it about is Metroid because Prime he, Trilogy? Uh, it was about twice. the existence of a direct. It was about the existence of a direct. The pre but really like, every direct is about the Metroid Prime Trilogy. <laughs> this was the second week in a row he made a bet with Reb about there being a Nintendo Direct, and it was the second week in a row he then lost. He lost. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But anyway, he yeah. made this bet, and the reason I gave him a good yeah. game to play is because he uh. constantly shits on mobile games, and I'm trying to prove to him Whoa. that mobile is a really okay. interesting. Don't no, don't even argue that's, with me on we that. Need to, we need to not that's get that. You just threw out the mom voice. Greg, like for that, first of all, that's that that's harsh. That's a little strong. I don't shit on mobile games. Oh, I just don't. Bullshit, I would John. not. Whoa, Jesus! What's with the hostility? Hey guys, I just can we potentially move to an actual topic because this could go on for thirty minutes. No, we don't. Derek's, Derek's right. Whatever. Okay. So okay, so look. Let's listen. make fun of Randy. Like so, so now that so so if if Reb is done slamming my face onto a hot stove over and over, okay. Let's. Wow. Yo, Reb just threw up the fucking freedom rocket at me man mm -hmm. not cool wow wow game dad gets no respect on his own podcast so let's talk about randy I'm, i was uh, i was of course uh i was of course suspended <laughs> fucking chat i was of course suspended from twitter for nine days uh again for dragging a confederate gen general thank you for that twitter and so i came back to all the all the delicious randy goodness i, I could talk about it in the official chat dms but i couldn't actually tweet about it and it was so frustrating because i desperately wanted to fucking cut on this so i actually took the liberty of pulling up some some tweets from uh, fr from randy here but but reb why don't you give us the setup for what actually happened oh gosh okay so so can, can I, I read the tweets oh you you may read the tweets i don't have them pulled up so you absolutely may i will i will get you there so um as, as i mentioned earlier um there came a point in the presentation where randy pitchford decided to mention the issue of microtransactions and in the past, uh, Borderlands games have had, I believe this is correct, cosmetic DLC where you could pay real money and get like some sort of skin type thing. I, again, I didn't play Borderlands 2, but I think that's correct, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. No yes. one's arguing with me, so I'm going to yes. go with that's what yes. happened. That's correct. Um, anyway, so he didn't, he, he claims that, it, at least at the presentation I was at, I didn't watch the live reveal because I had already seen it. It was literally exactly um, the same. But at the presentation I was at, he didn't really set it up like that. Um, he he was a, he claims later that he set it up as being just like the previous games, but that's not what happened. Um, he said that yeah, we're gonna do some heads and skins, and then he said, but we will have no microtransactions, and this huge cheer went up. So that that's the presentation on Tuesday, and then Wednesday at the live reveal, I presume, um, as as what Tom said, he and Justin, you know, he does this, he does the exact same thing, says the same thing, and I'm watching because the embargo is lifted on all this news, right? And I'm watching, 
And I, I had heard him do this and I had in my piece. So I was watching for it that, you know, he said no microtransactions, but that wasn't entirely true. So I was curious as to like what other sites were doing. And I looked about half the sites ran that I saw with news ran with the no microtransactions in Borderlands. And about half of them had asked somebody and kind of, they maybe didn't run with the headline, but they maybe had it included somewhere. And then a whole bunch of people, when he said it on stream, freaked out on Twitter and were like, no microtransactions, no microtransactions, because that's where we've gotten to as a video game society. <laughs> that's where and we're at. And so then we get to um, our good pals at Game Informer, who did their journalistic homework. And when Randy Pitchford said something that seemed to contradict itself, they asked for more information, and now we take it to Justin. So, Game Informer's <laughs> headline... Our her tweet is uh, Game Inform. Despite Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford's comment about no microtransactions in Borderlands Three during today's live stream, we have been told cosmetic items are still purchasable. Completely accurate. Clear, accurate, and so, so also most people, most people, if they had just said cosmetic only, everything would have so, been so fine. Justin, yeah, Justin, great. before you go any further, can you please very quickly? Tell people what a fucking microtransaction is defined as. Jesus Christ. Okay, no, uh, because that's part of this argument, apparently. Well, then, well then, by all means, please continue with the... Right, okay. fine, fine, just read the tweets. Just read the fucking okay. tweets, Justin. Okay. Just read so, the tweets. Um, and that, that gets a pretty, um, uh, pretty immediate response from Randy Pitchford, CEO of Gearbox. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it, man. Do it. Come on, guys. Shitty clickbait headline. Literally seconds before I said that, I made it very clear we're going to do more cosmetic stuff like we did in Borderlands 2. You know I was talking about premium currency and loot boxes kind of stuff not being in our game. I like. Why I, would you guys fuck me on this is beyond me. I, Thanks a lot. Oh, I appreciate I can't the dramatic you've done this. delivery. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> so it continues. I have a lot of these what, like screen caps. Hours, like it, just... it was. It was he more was than a day. Down for like a That's... day straight. This and man went to sleep, sleep, woke back he's, up, and got immediately back to he it. Started okay. at three p.m. in the afternoon, and it went till four a.m. <laughs> That's all I can think of now is that that's all I can think of now is I can't believe you've done this. I just imagine him at this reveal event. Like he's supposed to be at this event celebrating this really probably going to be very good game that they've just a doggy. Okay, so, so I've got a couple more screen capped. I just want to go through. Quick, can I'm we just, just imagine him tweeting these? I don't I don't have just all of them because it's like a lot. <laughs> Hold on, real quick, Justin, can we just appreciate Derek's wholesome dog? Oh, like dog. Look at that dog. That's such a good dog. That's a good amount of dog. 55 tweets. 55 tweets. Like, like Tom, 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 was he like fucking on stage? Like, hold on, guys. Like tweeting responses to fucking fans as he was giving the presentation. Like, no, he was over by the kimchi cheese, like sliders. With his Are you serious? Did you see him yeah. doing that? I saw him over there. So, so, so here's more. Oh, it was, okay. There was 55 tweets that tagged Game Informer. There was the, a lot more. He responded. Where's Randy at? He's over by the kimchi he, slider shit. He, okay, okay. Like, let, me also just, let me also just clarify that not all of these tweets were at Game Informer. A lot of them were at fans, oh, media yeah. people that were oh, invited yeah. to cover the event. Like, this was supposed to be their big day. 
And honestly, it was tonight's show where I heard the most about the actual game because everybody was talking about this. He called a fan like, a fuckwit. He, yeah, he, <laughs> he, called, he, he also he, called the writer of the article a fuckwit, which, I, you know, Justin, go ahead. But I, I want to get so, back to that because I have a fucking yeah. problem. He had a fucking oh, capital yeah. N normal he, one that day. Yeah, he, he started off Meltdown May in the best uh in the best form uh not my fault that in their haste to make a shitty clickbait twitter headline game informer failed to respect the context of the sentences said literally seconds before the word microtransaction was uttered but fuck you very much you semantically pedantic troll (laughs) what are you doing that's what he said randy that's what he said to a Fan. I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't believe that tweet is still up. Okay, I, I, I can't. And this, this is another one too. Again, a fan. Just so you guys realize, he tweeted this at one forty-five p.m. According to my Twitter thing, which means that it was actually, uh, what? Like, do, do these adjust for time zone? Because yeah, it was like, it, it was like eleven in the morning. Zone. Yeah, it was no, like eleven was... in the morning where he was. So okay, there, there's just like. Three more. Please. I've got. No, please, right. please. Okay, so this is again another one to a fan. Either you've never played Borderlands 2 or you're just being a fuckwit troll. Kindly fuck off. <laughs> what is Borderla- fuckwit? Borderlands is the gold standard with downloadable content and consumer value in a post launch environment. <laughs> oh my you god. You have always been transparent and sincere in this. What is your problem? I, I was afraid. I was watching this live on, on like uh, Twitter, and I was terrified because I thought he was just one bad tweet away from calling someone the R word on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this whole episode is like okay. Like, like, like these last two. Justin, here's the thing, though, real quick. With the marketing, like, like with, like, the corporate marketing speak he's using, he sounds like what happens if Phil Spencer snorts a line of asbestos. It's straight up, <laughs> like, it's straight up uh, Tom Cruise's character from Tropic Thunder screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So these last two, and then I also have a bit of commentary on this whole situation. These are to um, Andy McNamara from Game Informer. Oh, that oh, poor God. man. I'm just so hurt right now, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you, Randy. Bless his heart. I, I so can't hurt. even get through the rest of these two tweets because so of that. Bless his heart. What? I'm just so hurt right now, Andy. I have swallowed so much shit for so many years of folks on your side of this industry, making me out as if I'm some kind of profit-only gamer-exploiting liar. The you know thing. me. I have dedicated my entire life to entertaining people. After five years of beating back suits, pressuring me to put premium currency and loot boxes in this game, to get fucked by you now is one of the most hurtful things I have ever experienced. In the immortal words of Soren Bowie, my arm is not long enough for the jerk-off motion that's in my soul. I want these fucking tweets, like, on needlepoint. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tom, what we need, what we need are to just... Take all the take all these tweets, like needlepoint them, frame them together, and say from the man who brought you aliens, Colonial Marine. <laughs> like it's it's honestly like I have never seen like imagine being a Gearbox employee on this day. 
I, if I was to give and him like, a play, I'd be like, hey, man, can we go back to when everyone was just talking about him watching squirting videos? <laughs> yeah, like, like I just, I can't even imagine what they must be feeling. Like, this was supposed to be their big reveal. Yeah. Like, this was supposed to be the big gameplay reveal to get everybody excited about this game. They've clearly been working very hard on for a lot of years. And then your boss has one of the stupidest Twitter meltdowns that I have ever seen. So... And nobody can get his phone away from him. <laughs> so, like, 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 dude, he went full Trump. Like, he went full fucking Trump on Twitter. Yeah, just basically. Well, just I, go- I, well, I'm not going to compare the two because I think the bullshit Trump says. I, I think Randy Pitchford is awful. I think the bullshit Trump says is about ten times more awful. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Like, fair. I imagine somebody wanting to like slap the phone out of his hand and oh, say, "Shut like, the like fuck up! 3 stop!" Three a.m. sitting on the toilet. Exactly. Being yeah. Okay. okay. Fair. 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 But Reb, you actually had oh, Justin. Was there another tweet? Was there one more tweet? No, that was all the ones. There that were I had fifty something caps. more tweets. There's a lot more, but <laughs> oh god, yeah, those so, were some of the highlights. <laughs> but not only, but like, so like, not only just don't just imagine being a Gearbox employee. Imagine being somebody at Game Informer, who's like, bro, we're just reporting what you said, man. Like this is um, literally what the fuck you said. Like how news works. So I, I want to kick it over to Reb because Reb actually works in the industry reb is actually a very talented very accomplished journalist and come i know that now i'm bullshit but come on but go oh, on. But don't no don't don't do that but i know that you've got some opinions on this i do so so my first very short opinion is wow and i think it's already been expressed in chat wow i would love to see the contract between 2k and gearbox because surely 2k is ripping their hair out right now that's my very oh, industry God. opinion um, my, my more serious opinion is this, this is hilarious. I mean, th- this is extremely funny, but, <laughs> but it's also kind of, I, I know it's really funny. It's also it is very kind funny. of not funny because it's playing into something really shitty. And the shitty thing that it's playing into is the fact that there is certainly, and we've talked about it on the show before, we, we all know there is a contingent of people that think that games journalism is corrupt and the media is a bunch of liars and that you can't trust anything those damn journalists say. And this feeds into that. And I don't yeah. think Pitchford is sitting there on his phone thinking, yeah, I'm going to fucking support Gamergate right now. Like, that's not what he's thinking. He's he's being no, a big there, baby is what he's being. But there's he's, one, one of the tweets in particular specifically says, I've taken shit from yes. your side yes. a lot. That which one, I think, like, I think that's the most telling for what you're trying to say, where he puts that, like, he puts it out as, like, if the press is, like, in opposition to him instead of people that are covering his game yes and that i think that's the dangerous part right like there there is a contingent of people who look at the media as their enemies and i think that's true in the wider world today especially with the way trump has eroded trust in the media and i think that's true in the games industry because i mean i mean i could get into a whole like hour-long thing with this but there there were a lot of precursors to the things we're seeing now in politics in this country when you look at gamergate and one of those things is mistrust in the media and game mm-hmm. informer was just doing its fucking job and they like, were right they were they were absolutely right like anybody who was there at that event will tell you that and anybody who actually watched the presentation will tell you that but there you know you look at twitter now and yeah there are a bunch of people who are on game informer's side because they're right but there's also a big pile of people that seem to feel they need to stand up for an extremely rich and powerful ceo of a company well, and it's extremely thinking of billionaires 
Oh, millionaires in this case. Yeah, however rich he is, I don't know. But th- And this extremely rich and powerful CEO of a company is making himself look so soft and pathetic next to a journalist. Like, a journalist who is just reporting on the thing that she saw. Elise. Accurately. Yeah, A journalist accurately. that was accurately reporting. Yeah. That That's that's the thing that gets me, right? Yeah. Is, is like, it's like, look, it's a fucking microtransaction. Like, it doesn't matter if it's just cosmetics. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're paying for, if you're paying for in in game from a ma- it's a fucking microtransaction that's that's what it is you're paying for a service in a game it's a microtransaction doesn't matter if it's cosmetic or if it actually affects the gameplay the crazy just, part was like this is i'm sorry was, I, i'm gonna finish finish the last okay, thing sorry. that i wanted to yeah. say this is this is the same thing that i think to an even greater degree was an issue with thq nordic's thing on 8chan and a whole bunch of other stuff we've seen in the last year it's a major gaming figure or company doing something that appears to support a contingent of assholes and jerkwads and people who want to destroy well-meaning people who are just trying to do their jobs. I don't think they're specifically thinking in their minds, yes, this is what we want to support, but they're giving that group validation and they're giving that group power and they're giving that group somebody powerful to rally behind so they can point to it and say, look at this, this guy doesn't think we're wrong, so we're probably fine, right? Yay, Borderlands. It's a game that supports the things that we think are right. And that's, man, that's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous place to sit. You know, when you're handing out torches, you got to be careful that you're not handing them out to a hate mob, you know? And like, also, yeah, yeah, and like, I fully agree with that. Like, but also the other thing that was so crazy about this, like, this is one of the most self-inflicted things I can imagine, like, if you look, especially like at that like 19 tweet thread that he did at the end, he couldn't like, it was like he was cursed by a witch to literally not be able to, to like, not be able to say that microtransactions were in Borderlands 3. Like, it was so easily solvable. Like it was so like, easy. he could have so easily clarified what he meant. Like, and the thing is, like, if you read between the lines on all of his apologies, like, he has, he, he says, he's like, hey, I wanted, you know, I wanted to say that there wasn't, like, you know, the intense free-to-play game mechanics and stuff like that, which would have been a perfect clarification. Nobody would have gotten mad. This whole thing would have blown over. And the thing is, we are not done with Randy's meltdown. Dear God, no. Because, um, well, one thing came out a few weeks ago um is that troy baker was not returning uh to voice reese uh and and there is a lot of there is both him and randy have said very different things about that situation he says he was never asked um to return which uh i had always suspected was a money um, budget thing because I imagine Troy Baker, especially Troy these days, is, Baker, right? Yeah, yeah, is probably not the cheapest voice actor. Well, um, and then uh, Randy said that uh, Troy Baker was offered the role and turned it down. Which, which you know, again, so- Baker responded with, uh, "I think you should get your facts straight. Uh, that is not what happened." Well, let's let's not let's let's not let's not gloss over the whole David Eddings thing. Well, that's what I was getting As to. Well. Cuz like okay. cuz that's another he's pa- voice he's painting actor. you a, a, he's setting a scene for you, John. Yeah. Are you are you that's setting another... the, Justin, are you setting the table right now? Like is this I, what this I is? Am. Like, I am because you... it's another conflict with a voice actor about money and 
Well, a conflict. An assault, um, so like a literal uh, conflict, yeah. like an so, actual conflict in a parking um, lot. So it has come become clear that also Claptrap voice actor is getting replaced. Uh, Claptrap was voiced by David Eddings, who was an employee at Gearbox for a while, that actually volunteered um, to voice Claptrap along with his regular duties, uh, development duties. Um, and he has voiced Claptrap through for um, like so basically everything, yeah, everything so, so far until um borderlands 3 and well, ob- and claptrap has a lot of lines um and then um but i also want to and um, then uh you know it became clear that he had not he had talked to them and was trying to get compensation for his previous um voice acting uh credits as claptrap which i think is very fair as well as getting well, you know paid for um the Borderlands 3 situation, and then also said that he also alleges that Andy, uh, that uh, Randy assaulted him in the lobby of well, the hotel last year. And that's where I want, I want to kick it to, I want to ask Tom and Reb, um, was David Eddings actually at this, this Borderlands 3 presentation? I like, I don't know. No, why? Like. I mean, why, I didn't, why I didn't see be? him, but why would he be? He doesn't work for Gearbox. Well, yeah, I guess he doesn't. Yeah. So, so like I've, I've, I've actually met David Eddings. Um, I, I met him at PAX West last year. Uh, and he, he's, he seemed, he seemed like a perfectly personable, you know, uh, individual, but this, this whole, this whole assault thing really kind of threw everybody for a loop because Initially, it started as, you know, oh, well, I'm not getting paid. Uh, you know, I was never paid for Claptrap. I was never paid for voicing anything. Uh, and then he came out with this with this thing about assault. And Derek, if I'm not mistaken, Randy didn't exactly deny that the assault happened, right? I don't think Randy's addressed that part at all. Uh, Randy has gotten... This has been the thing that ra- got Randy to be quiet. Um, we have not had the same kind of reaction to the assault allegation as we have with him saying there's no microtransactions in a game with microtransactions. So, so like, so like, I want to, I want to kick it down to Tom. Um, obviously I've never met Randy. I mean, I don't know Randy personally. And quite honestly, at this point, I don't really think I'd ever actually want to meet the guy <laughs> because he kind of seems like a, I don't know. He kind of seems like a turd. Um, but, uh, like, I don't know, man. Like, Tom, at the end of the day, like, I know that you're going to pick up Borderlands 3, and I know that we're all probably, well, we're, we're all probably going to pick it up. At least most of us will. I know Brandon won't. But um, uh, does this at all, Tom, like, I don't know, make it all feel a little dirty for you? Like, like I'm not going to boycott the game because there are, this is in no way, shape, or form the fault of any of the hardworking developers in Gearbox. But at the same time, it it still makes me feel kind of gross knowing everything that Randy has done and said in the past, and now this. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm kind of buying into all this. If I, if I pick up Borderlands Three, that like, I don't know, man. I feel super conflicted. I don't know. Would you? Ra- Here's where I stand by it. First off, I have to get the game regardless because I have a job to do. So, like, any moral standings I have kind of go out the window because yeah. at the end of the day, I still have to get it. Um, the other thing is. For me, is it worth sticking it to one guy who's not going to feel it because he's already rich? To, like, for a game I otherwise would have wanted to play on a moral grounds, would I rather stick it to Randy and in doing, by not paying money and in doing so also 
fucking over those smaller people who were just doing their jobs and like are the ones who do feel it, who are going to get laid off, who are going to have to deal with shit because yeah. their job boss was a fucking dickhead one, like on Twitter and would yell at people and abuse people. Like ultimately, I always fall in line with the workers. Yep. Um, and at the end of the day, like even when I talks like, oh, like people are saying, oh man, are they going to stick with like this stuff? And I'm like, yeah, like nothing's going to fucking happen to Randy because Borderlands Two, when you factor everything in, sold something like 13 million copies. Like their Take Two is not going to do a goddamn thing. So like, I would rather support those workers than anything else. That's like, well said, man. I want to. I, wanna... I also definitely get the impression, just based off what I've seen from 2K and Gearbox, that they aren't really in control of Pitchford no. and most of yeah. them, like, like all the develop. Because I asked two of the three developers that I talked to, and then from what I understand from 2K's statements, they were all like, "Yeah, there's cosmetic stuff you can pay real money for." I mean, they were kind of dodgy about using the word microtransactions. I think because of what happened. But they were straightforward with it, and they all seemed a little bit sheepish about, yeah, there's microtransactions, basically. So this is not this is not anyone's fault, but Randy fucking Pitchford. Agreed. Yes. I I've, I actually so like I, I wanted to I saw Derek had his hand up, and then I want to ask Reb a question about this, and then we'll move on. Um, Derek, what, go ahead, man. Yes, this is this is just short, but within the same topic. So the the show was it I guess before last when it was basically just me and Brandon from the show were on. Um, we actually had kind of some talk along the subjects. It was all about unions, and and the subject of boycotts came up, and um, I think kind of where we landed is. You know, boycotts are not going to be the most effective way to to exact change, and you really can't shame people for boycotting if they feel like it's it's like if they absolutely can't bring themselves to to buy a game. But you also really can't shame people for choosing to buy it because they're supporting the workers, and yep. and it's more than just the guy at the top. So you kind of need to look within yourself about how you on an individual level feel and understand that it's not going to be us boycotting or not boycotting a game that causes change like change in the industry and change against figures comes more from the press and through conversation than anything because you're not going to stop borderlands 3 from selling you know 15 yeah. 20 million units yeah. it's, it's going to happen no, you're, you're not going to make the big change by being every dude who would come into my Starbucks every time that Howard Schultz said something stupid when he was <laughs> and try and give it to me. And I'm like, yeah, you really, I make thir 12 bucks an hour. You're really sticking it to, no. to Mr. Yeah. Billionaire. You got to do what you, you feel you, is did right. Did you work at Starbucks? I did. Yeah. I worked me there for too. Five, I did five Starbucks years there. Yeah. I spent five years there. And every time you do something stupid, they'd be like, yep. Let me tell you about your boss. I'm like, I'm cool. I don't care. You know what? You are not my problem, sir. <laughs> I should remind me one day to tell you guys about my uh, my time working on Sunglass Hut. That was a fucking thing. Um, <laughs> hey, Julian in chat, what's up, man? Um, haven't seen, I'm glad Julian's here. Uh, Reb, I wanted to throw a question to you before we move on. Um, you are, I mean, you are a games journalist. You are, you are, you work in the, you work in the industry. You you do a lot of great work. How do you move forward with like how does how does the how does the industry move forward in dealing with Randy Pitch for now? Because like this was a direct tack on one of the largest game publications there is. And as you very correctly stated, like this is, you know, whether or not he meant to do it, this is Gamergate fuel. That's a, that's exactly what this is. It yep. if it, it it 
even and even though he's wrong, even though he's a hundred percent wrong, for the most like for the most militant of that organ of, of that group, it's not going to matter that he's wrong. It's going to matter that he said it. Um, yeah. And it, 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 you know, like being right or wrong doesn't matter. So, so Reb, going forward, like, how do you see the industry's relationship with 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 Randy Pitchford in the future? Like over the next year, like, like I mean, how do you how, how do you get past that? I do think just kind of on a contract level, it'll be because I, I mean, I don't know what his contract is with 2K. I don't know what Gearbox's relationship with 2K is. I will be interested to see if down the line 2K is maybe a little more picky about what it allows him to say and do um, in terms of marketing and its contracts with him. I don't know when that would come into effect because I, I'm not a buff on all the history about this, but my understanding is this is not the first time he has kind of been stupid about a game that he was, you know, supposed to be marketing. Um, I mean, this is extremely normal Randy Pitchford behavior. Doesn't he also have multiple lawsuits ongoing right now? Oh God, we cannot get into the middle. I know we can't get into that, but I mean, I, that might play a role in how things play out. Yeah. Him is, he is very quickly becoming a liability. I would not be surprised if within the next year or two, um, we see some sort of very, very, you know, pleasant, lighthearted story of him taking a step back from his CEO role and moving into an advisory position or moving to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, kind of resigning but like yeah i'm staying on in an advisory role i i fully expect the board to give him the old elon musk where he can't fucking tweet about the company anymore and all he tweets (laughs) is like just bought stankmemes.com oh yeah (laughs) so like on a a wider level to answer your your actual question um i actually i had an interesting conversation the other day with someone um, who works in the European side of the games industry. And they were actually, we weren't talking about Randy Pitcher. We were talking about THQ Nordic. And because I've already brought this up before, it's kind of been on my mind. Um, their whole AMA on HM, we talked about it on the podcast a while back. Oh, God. And shout out to It Mark. was, yeah. And I, I don't mean to drag <laughs> that in here, but it was interesting to find out from them that the European industry, and not even just the European industry, but kind of a kind of even more figures as I as I talked to him a little bit more about it, um, a lot of people kind of regarded that as you know st- sort of a stupid haha. It was a PR blunder. Uh, it was really stupid and bad, but they didn't. It seems like a lot of people don't see that as damaging as it is. Um, it seems like the people who recognize that as kind of a dog whistle to really bad people, that's not a big contingent of people and it's not a big contingent of people who are in power or at least in power to make some kind of decision. And I suspect that the Randy Pitchford thing is going to go the same way. I suspect that for the most part, people are going to look at it and laugh at it. Ah, stupid. What a dumbass. Ha ha. And they're just kind of going to move on and they're not going to worry about it. And I, again, I don't think there's anything like actively damaging about it, but I think he's just adding a little bit more fodder to a group of people who have already proven they can yeah Yeah. um and i i I don't i like i said i don't think this is going to be game changing i don't think this is going to shift the industry in some horrible direction i think there's already a horrible group of people that are you know that pay attention to games or involved in games that would do terrible things and i think they're just taking this and adding it to their little (sighs) pile and i don't think that enough people in charge care and that's a really cynical viewpoint for me because i do tend to be an optimist um but I, I unfortunately think it's the truth. Um, I, I don't think, I think the game industry moves on quite, quite realistically in the way that it always has. It just sort of 
laughs at the problem. Oh, that was stupid. And then it moves on and does something else. I think Randy Pitchford gradually gets gently nudged aside and we all sort of forget this ever happened. And that's not the way that I want us to move on. I would like us to have a more serious conversation about the relationship between the media and PR and the industry and all these other things. I would like us to have some sort of come to Jesus talk about what our role actually is and what it means to be a journalist or a hype person or any of those things. But we're not going to have that conversation today because of Randy Pitchford. I wish we could. I wish we could have had it several years ago, but we're not having it today. It sucks. So we got to keep fighting the good fight and talking about these issues when they come up and hope that at some point people listen, I guess. You know, Reb, uh, Imran in chat makes a really good point. He says, from his perspective, even if I necessarily wanted to, not reporting on Borderlands 3 isn't an option. Oh, it's not. It's absolutely not. He's right. You know, um, Justin, go ahead, bud, and then we're going to move on. Yeah. Um, and I think like, I mean, I know I like to joke around about a lot of this stuff. I've made my share of 8chan jokes and I made my, and obviously I've made my share of jokes about Randy's tweets and stuff. I do agree with what Reb is saying. And I think it's um, almost kind of like a sad, like state of the industry is that we have so many of like these little controversies. Well, sometimes not even little, sometimes big controversies. They, but sometimes it seems like they come up every few days or every week. So like, we just have to move, like we end up moving on to the next one instead of actually reflecting on what the previous ones uh, mean and how they impact the industry. And like, that's also a sorry state for everything to be in where, nothing gets due time because there's no way we can give everything due time because there's so much shit like this that we have to talk about. Yep. We're not even going to get to it all tonight, but there no, has we're not. Been, it has been just one hell of a week once again for video games. An extremely so, normal week in the game. Speaking of uh speaking of video games, by the way, can I just can I just what say What the fuck is that? Moving what on. What the fuck else do we talk about on this show, John? <laughs> moving on. Speaking of video games. It's I'm being ironic. Moving on from Borderlands and Randy. Can I just yes. say that me- the medieval remake looks like shit? It looks real bad. It I looks mean, the other real big game bad. Look like shit too. So it's all good. Uh, well, uh, the ooh. sugar glider they didn't show game looked anything cool. bigger than medieval. What are you? The sugar glider about? game looked cool, where you play as a sugar glider. Oh, that cool. did not look cool. I so Did it look cool? The sugar yeah. glider game? Yeah. It's sort of okay. vaguely stupid. So it's cute. I so, like it. First of all, I you know, the whole state of play thing is neat, but it feels so stale and fucking sterile and there's like there's no personality. It's just like like I mean, oh, I don't like it. The only thing Nintendo someone, directs have personality, but that's someone basically... who doesn't want to be there to come on and talk for three minutes before they show you a ninety-second trailer <laughs> for all the stuff that they're just going to cut out and put the trailers up anyway. John, this is what the people want. This is what everyone wants. They just want the straight trailer. I want, man, I want the old directs with freaking the... Muppets and Reggie <laughs> bullshit. That's what the... I want. I miss the, the Reggie. Old... I don't care that it's all the... marketing shit. I, I think, think it's hilarious. The... I think the new directs are even more sterile than they like really state are. of play. They, they like, are. They're like, not any better. Like the gameplay, like at least like state of play has like regular tr- like cut trailers. Whereas like the recent Nintendo directs are like, we're just going to show some gameplay footage while we have like the most like monotone narration, just describing features that are in this game. <laughs> but this is the time. This is the time when we drag Brandon into the conversation. He's been quiet all night. He's been waiting. Brandon, finally, tonight, dude. 
Did somebody say Final Fantasy? Exactly. That's what we're talking about right now. Right this minute. Brandon's been actually away. He's been away from the mic for the past hour. But Brandon, dude, finally, we got it tonight. And we're going to find more at E3. How many times have you watched the trailer now? 12, 15. <laughs> it's only a minute. So, yeah. You can so, that. what trailer Fucking... are we talking about, guys? We're talking what about the... Uh... exist, right? <laughs> We're talking about the medieval trailer. No, we're talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake, which there was a lot of rumors uh, that we were going to see it today. And of course, you know, uh, Shinji Hashimoto, uh, you know, tweeting out, uh, tweeting out multiple, yeah, just multiple things. And of course, you know, the uh, the Final Fantasy Twitter account, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but the other day tweeted- uh, The Chocobo Farm. Yeah, the Chocobo Farm from Final Fantasy well, VII. And, and there was a sound effect at the beginning. Of, there was. Uh, there was. Well, and that's what I knew, right? When like first select new game. Yeah, By the way, I just can we like Reb is getting like really mad at something quietly, and I just I love I, every, I love it. I think it's, it's a... just oh okay okay all right. I, I, I was like I was like a sh- just clawing your way into my lap. In the I thought you were. I thought you were yelling. I thought you were yelling at your cat. I was. Or, or I'm sorry. I, 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 no, 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 phone. Sorry, I'm fucking out of brain fart. I thought you were yelling at your phone. I was like, did Reb just get like a text that she's mad at? Like. How the fuck would you say this to me? But uh, no, apparently, that's a pile of bullshit, and I love her. Apparently, Hashimoto also retweeted the Nintendo E3 director announcement. Who knows what that means? Uh, but Brandon, what do you think of the trailer, man? Like, there was a lot there for guys like you and me who just exactly. fucking yeah, like like every there was each scene was like what two seconds, and so there's a lot to you know because it's flashing from scene right to scene. And if you've played the game of, you know, like if you had no context you wouldn't know what you're looking at. But like, if you played the game before, you're like, oh, that's that enemy. And that's, this is, there's apps and there's the fucking guard scorpion. Yeah, Yeah. like it shows up for like two seconds. But if you play the game, like two seconds is all you need to like get your mind going. So Derek hasn't seen the trailer yet, but Derek, I'm sorry. We're going to talk about, we got to talk about the trailer. No, keep going. It's fine. What am I worried about? Spoilers and marketing? I mean, the best, the best part of it is we only have to wait another month for more. Brandon, how about that fucking cross slash? Yeah, exactly. Like it looks amazing. Oh my God. Like it's all there. Oh my- it doesn't. It doesn't look that different than it did four years ago, which is I'm- good because I loved what it was like. You ready to play this game on PlayStation Five? Yeah. It, it, it'll oh, be it's cross gen. It'll be cross gen. Absolutely. Yeah. Cross- I think it's coming out next year, John. I think. I think the first episode is. Yeah. It's. It's. it's they only showed shit from like the first eight minutes of that video game. It. it it's episodic. It's, they, so I. So, I, I mean, yeah. they were. They showed. Right, so it's episodic. Well, they showed up to two thirds of Midgar. Yeah. <laughs> They, so no, I, just I, rate I, the whole yeah, game will well, be done for my grandchildren. They, they were showing well after you already get through Don Corneo's mansion. Like at the app's boss yeah. fight is after he drops yeah. you in the little sh- in the secret shoot. So like that's almost right when you're at the fucking Shinra HQ and like you're almost out of Midgar. <sighs> so they they got they got that all done. So this is my single Final Fantasy VII opinion. I I don't like Final Fantasy VII. I apologize. However. Final Fantasy VII is kind of, in some ways, sort of bullshit in a funny way. Like, like there are some very... I, I tweeted a list... That, there was a Reddit list that went around when they first announced this that was something... or Sorry, it was on it was on Imager. That was like the, the list of Final Fantasy enemies that will absolutely not be in the remake, but really should be. And they're all these just dumbass, stupid-looking enemies that have no reason There's some being, weird shit. There's oh, some it's weird so shit. weird. I mean, a lot, I mean, of, Don, a lot Don, of them are just explained from... Because it's all like Mako experimentation yeah. and shit. But yeah, there's also... Ko- but there's Kojo like, is I, doing crazy science I shit. actually saw that. I, that's not... Like, like 
so there's that, but then there's also just like r- weird bullshit in Final yeah, Fantasy VII. Like, how do you explain funny. the house? How do you explain yeah. the house? Hell House. Like, Hell House is the fucking This game is going to be so serious. Like, there's no way this game is going to be full of the bullshit that it was. Oh, original. it absolutely and, will be, Reb. No, no, it will, be. It will not. No, it will be. You're fighting. You're fighting a fucking you're fighting a fucking ghost pirate ship in the bowels of the they underwater reactor. The I guarantee original, it. They still have the original people working on it, and those people still rem- made the game special. No, I guarantee. But I, I think they know. I think I. I, just, I mean, obviously, no- some things are going to be changed, like Don Corneo's mansion. Uh, that can't it. stay. but I think how, how sure they said are it's you still in. They so, haven't said that it's the same. Right. I can't wait for it to be super transphobic and for people to be like, "Wait, yeah, guys, not like this." Yes. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think they can do. I think like like the Yakuza games have done stuff like that that is still very funny and not nearly what? as. Has upsetting. has the Final Fantasy Square like Square Enix and Final Fantasy done yeah. stuff like that that wasn't cringy yeah. and offensive? So I I hope they um I, I I'm curious to see how they how they change it because I know so, they're gonna try they could mess it up like seeing that trailer was really cool for me because I'm not as vocal about my love for Final Fantasy VII as a lot of the other people on the show are but like that is the very first game I was able to fully complete by myself as a kid. Oh no shit I didn't know that. It like it has a very special place in my heart um, because of that. I'm really excited for the remake because like I don't think I've ever gotten at, like I think like the two trailers that have gotten me most excited for games ever were the Twilight Princess reveal trailer and that CG PS3 tech demo Final Fantasy VII trailer that we all thought was never going to actually be a thing. And the fact that it's now actually a thing is very so, exciting. So what, so obviously the, the combat, you know, active time battle is gone. It's all action oriented. It seems very akin to final fantasy 15, which is a good thing. Cause I like the, I like the seems battle like system. Kingdom Hearts. It seems What's more kingdom hearts. It, yeah. it does seem the, the, the menu is, feel about is that. Right that's such a huge change. I'm very okay with it. You can change your party members. You can press L2, R2. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, there'll be enough strategy in there. I, I I like how they have shortcuts. Like it seems like I haven't played any Kingdom Hearts game, so I don't know if they do this as well. But it seems like you can map like maybe your most important attacks. To yeah, that you can shortcut do like, menu. It, hopefully, it's like just like Kingdom Hearts because you can actually set up multiple different presets for that. Okay. Have we basically ag- good. have we basically agreed that turn based battle is out? Oh yeah, I mean that was yeah. It's, I'm I don't pretty think sure it was ever a question that. Was- John agreeing with that is very strange to me. I'm pretty no, sure it's out. I'm pretty sure at this point, Modern Square Enix will not release a console title that had that has turn-based combat. No, like, I mean, well, I mean okay, Switch Traveler. Switch, okay, Switch is the exception um, because it is also like a portable machine. Well, and like World of Final Fantasy was like what yeah. a month or two before Final Fantasy 15. So, the, oh, I, I forgot, forgot, I forgot about Dragon Quest. Also, Dragon Quest. Dragon completely. Okay. Dragon Quest. So, big budget Final Fantasy. Okay, there. I got you. Okay, okay, I got you. So what um, I so what I want to see, what I want to see is the like. So some of these boss fights in Final Fantasy VII, like for example, Brandon, you know what I'm talking about, or anybody else who's played Final Fantasy VII, when you fight Palmer, for example, who's just like. Just like an old the comedy you know, relief fight of the game. Shinra executive in his, you know, late fifties, you know, and he gets hit by a truck. Like, there's no way they can actually he recreate his the ass pl- at you. He's yeah, he he's flaps his ass, he pats his ass at you. Like, there's no actual way they can recreate the Palmer boss fight, right? They like like Oh, they, they have can. to. They have to. 
I mean, I just, I don't. <laughs> he has to, he has to bend over, flap his ass at you, duck under a plane, and get hit by a truck, and it can't go down any other way. <laughs> like I said, this game is going to be seriously devoid of bullshit. I it's, disagree. I disagree. I'm already disappointed at the fact that Cloud's arms are not like humongous on top and <laughs> tiny on bottom. He doesn't. He doesn't have huge. He doesn't have huge blocks for hands anymore. It's a little disconcerting. It's very disappointing. But I'm I'm really interested. Like one thing that I've been very impressed about is the updated character designs, because I think they did a really good job of towing that line between <coughs> faithful to the original designs and being updated to look like we would expect today. Like I'm very pleased with what so we've seen from the character. They're intentionally so far. holding out on showing Tifa. Oh yeah, yes. they're not showing Tifa I, yet. Tifa is going to be changed. Tifa, Tifa <laughs> has to be changed. Oh my I, god, I, I, I do very not. Strongly... Someone, should I start insulting Robert E. Lee on Twitter so I can get banned when they reveal her? Yeah. Because I'm not <laughs> sure that I, very I want strongly to be around the when the bullshit yeah, the advent children design makes sense and start complaining about her boobs. You People know what's gonna... funny? If she doesn't even really look that it, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the original artwork for her, we're talking like PlayStation One era is really not even that exaggerated, is it? It wasn't until like Advent CG. It is CG. It is. Okay, but I was gonna say like huge. I remember the yeah. the character but model and game and the artwork, artwork yeah. in like the manual wasn't that bad, but then she like looks, Advent well, the Children. The manual was. They're was probably it? gonna fall yeah. in what she looked like in Advent Children. Yeah, I've actually got the correct outfit, and she. I've actually got. I actually have. Right here on my desk, the manual. Oh yeah, correct the record for us, game dad. Lick yeah, it. And, and I can tell you. Did you tell him to lick it? Did you tell him to lick it? Did you tell him to lick it? I don't know. I still have strategy guy. What do you think I said? So let's have a look at. Ew, I mean, it's got her character model. It's not too bad. It's actually it's not, not too it's bad. It's not. They're not in. They're not as big. In there's a cutscene in that game where she. She's like lifting herself up and she like throws her rack up on the entire like cliff. Of a I know what you're talking she... about. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know what you're talking about. Yep. And then like, there's the scene where like they're on the high wind and they, they get off balance a little bit and she's kind of like trying to like, you know, balance herself. But um, her, her, her boobs are just going. And can we just be mad because censorship in my video game. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, in, in the manual, it's not that bad. Are uh, they going to edit out her? Does she have vagina bones? Yeah. That they can... What happened to <laughs> vagina bones? <laughs> <laughs> can we all just like like somebody oh, pointed yeah, 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 somebody pointed out that that the guy that made the vagina bones tweet has not deleted it which is <laughs> i think the funniest thing he'll delete it on the same it. day that randy pitchford deletes his tweet is is nobody going to comment on the fact that john why do you just have a copy of final fantasy 7 on playstation i actually don't question that at all with an arm's I reach i was going to ask both the strategy like guide the and the copy of the game too. Yeah. But um so there's something else that I would like to see uh from Final Fantasy 7 and it you know I'm not too keen on the game being do we still think this game is uh episodic? Like I mentioned it earlier. But Yeah, they but, said it was, right? But we really that, that, that was they haven't said that in years. Yeah, it was years ago and it's changed developers since then. Yeah. It's so restarted like, it's development like 3 times cool. already like Yeah. Like they moved it from being an external team to internal at Square Enix since then. So we don't really know much about the status of where things are at. Tom, like, what do you Because when, when they first said that, that was back when it was on the Luminous engine. It was and then a, they said yeah. they restarted it on UE4. 
And then it got like redone a third time after they moved it internal. So it's so it's definitely going to be Aerith, and there's with a T. It is going to be Aerith. I'm so mad. It sounds so good. It says Aerith in the trailer. There's going to be a joke like midway through the game where someone mispronounces her name as Aerith, and I'll guarantee it. And they're going to laugh about it and kind of like wink to the camera and then move on. And I'm going to put my controller through the TV. (laughs) I want. I, I want to see a reference to this guy or sick. Like I know they cleaned it up in the in the HD a version, but would be okay. Yeah, I, 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 I want. Yeah, yeah. I want to see a reference to like I don't know, like spray painted on a wall or something. The most iconic mistranslation in gaming history. It is. It, it really, really. I I fucking love what that. What's that? What is this, this guy, guy are sick? sick. This guy are sick. Oh no, dude! It's when uh, it's uh, in the original PlayStation version of the game. You don't need to explain to me. Okay, fine. I won't fuck Tom. Fuck. Honestly, I don't care. I fucking won't explain to <laughs> you, Tom. Jesus, Jesus. This but is... um, if if there's so so here's 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 my question, right? Like, barring whether or not it's episodic, I'm not convinced. It's I'm not convinced anymore that it's actually episodic because it has changed developers. Uh, well, I think like you know a couple times now. Anyway, um, but when do we actually think this is releasing? Because somebody in chat said end of the year believe. And I'm like, mm, like no, I, do, I don't mean the, to. It might have been Dio. I don't if mean to like. Full game, when so, do you think it comes out? So I don't mean to like excessively cite Imran here again, but he actually made a point on Twitter right before or right after we started that I thought was smart. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it up in front of me. Um, but he mentioned that Square Enix and their financials basically were accounting for the, he can clarify what I'm saying here. The level of revenue for like Final Fantasy 15 in their projections for this coming year. So um, I I yeah, saw that I, I saw that myself too. earlier, but then I also remembered that Square Enix is the company that had a giant event to announce the Final Fantasy 15 release date and, and then, then delayed it afterwards. <laughs> that was so, so good. <laughs> That was um, so fucking good. So I just don't have much faith yeah, in but any, it's harder. Like, even if they tell us a release date, I'm not gonna believe it's, it. It's not that they're telling a release date though, it's that they're they seem to be accounting. And I, I again I have not looked at this, I have not like gone back and revisited their financials because we've been podcasting. But if indeed they've accounted for this huge revenue source in their financials this year akin to the size of Final Fantasy 15, like that that is interesting, right? Like I think though like, they believe it will hit this fiscal of, year. You well you can kind of <laughs> bullshit people about release dates but it's a little harder to try to bullshit investors yeah. because you you need to try to not bullshit them as much as possible so uh, yeah that's, I, that, that's I interesting be, i wouldn't be surprised if they intend for it to I think, it then i'm not sure it will actually i think his early 20 i think what he's saying in chat in uh, the early 2020 is possible i'm extremely skeptical if he hadn't brought up that point about the financials i'd be like no fucking way that, I mean, that yeah. could also mean they have something else. Uh, else Imran they... also says, I bet it's fucking Avengers, which is my bet. Eh, I don't know. Avengers was announced in January I've 2017. Some stuff. J- okay, well, but yeah. still, that game, I can't believe the announcement was, it was announced in January 2017, and specifically in that trailer, they said more information in 2018. And we are halfway through 2019. Both are. Infinity War and Endgame have released, and they haven't said a word about that game. So, well, and, and Dio echoes what uh, what I've been saying is, what the fuck is happening to that Avengers project? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, what... also says Crystal D has been on like 
constant crunch since that game was uh, god i can't even imagine the uh, fuck like if, if i never have to hear another conversation about crunch again well i just i wish that you're shit gonna would be go hearing a I, lot know, of conversations I know about crunch i know i almost i know i almost wonder if terrible it got, if it got rebooted at some point because like early rumors that was that it was something like destiny online yeah yeah, yeah which I, I remember don't, that which i don't know if that would be a good fit for the ip like it's i absolutely think absolutely not I think the, you know, um, you know, the, you don't want to have to spend hours and hours grinding out like caps shield. Like, you know, you want to be able to play as these characters doing these things. The characters want to do. I think we can all agree. I think we can all agree. If we don't hear about the Avengers game at E3, that game's in trouble. Like there's, there's something, there's something else going on there. If we don't hear about this game at E3, we agreed it was in trouble when we didn't Um, hear about it last E3. I mean, you know, like they definitely originally probably planned. Cause if you think about it, they had to have thought they were going to release it, but not release it, but announce stuff at E3 and at the Game Awards because they brought the Russo brothers out to both of those for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I I remember. Oh, God, that was so fucking ridiculous. They're big um, fans of video games right now, huh? Major Major PD in chat says, I imagine Final Fantasy 16 is in pre-production. I, I think that that's probably past pre- that's, that's been worked. That's been cooking for a while now so i'm I'm assuming we'll see an announcement i like that, that you soon. have a complete misunderstanding of the scale of time at which square enix does things <laughs> i'm still we'll be I'm, seeing final fantasy 16 in about four years i know i know please God, and that will be the first me, version that gets canceled where in the hell is my bravely third by the way that's coming I, so i'm wondering if we're not going to see that at e3 oh way, my Brad, god because... john don't start with this I, no, hey, that team actually sticks to a schedule, so that, I believe that's coming. Hey, hey, if John is predicting something won't be there... <laughs> Fucker. Bravely Prime Trilogy. <laughs> Asshole. Um, does anybody in chat have any questions for us uh, before we start wrapping up here? Um, I think we've covered all the... Uh, I wanted to get into the Riot Games walk-up, but we're, not, we're just not going to have time for that. Um, I do want to uh, drop a few housekeeping things here. Um, we have a lot of new content coming up for everybody. So next Friday, next Friday morning uh, at either eight or nine, we haven't just decided. Really we'll put up a poll. Yet. We'll put up a poll. Yeah. Uh, is going to be the first of our biweekly morning show with me and Derek. Uh, we're going to get on there. We're going to, we're going to just do whatever. I don't, fuck, we're we don't working really out plans. We have the yep. time. We don't have a plan. We're going to figure it out. We don't even know what the fuck it's going to be yet, Awkward but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something. It's going to be a breakfast show for everybody. We're going to hang out. We're going to have some breakfast. We're going to fucking talk with everybody. Eight or nine in the morning on Friday, Eastern? every other Friday, Eastern. Put me on your damn show. Okay, fine. You want to be on it too, Reb? Yeah, sure. Yes. Hell, okay, so. Change I mean, we should of plans. like have this conversation not on the stream, but yeah. Yeah. change of plans. Change of plans. It's gonna be me and Reb and and Derek in the morning. I guess we'll come up with a fucking name for it. But we're gonna do a morning show. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be dope. You guys are gonna fucking love it. And then on Monday we are going to be re- finally and for real this time. Justin and I are gonna be relaunching support class with a brand new blue gradient that Derek worked up. It's gonna be great. We're gonna we're gonna have a regular podcast a regular uh, anxiety podcast. Uh, I think we're talking about eight o'clock, Justin, on, on yeah, Monday, I think. That sounds is, good. Is, yep. Um, but uh, Imran wants to know if he can come up with a name. So so we did name, so Imran uh, did come up with a name for Lore of the Things, uh, which is our new uh, pre-recorded show about, uh, why are you shaking your head at, Tom? Hmm? Lore of the I, Things. I is hate a, the name. 
it's a great name, Tom. I liked Finn's um, name for it better, but I feel like I'm not allowed to say it on the podcast. What? Go, what it? It was. You can uh, say it. You can say it. It was Lorgasm. I don't like it. That's a way like better it. name. I don't I like know, it. I don't like I it. Don't encourage this. Why we're not doing it? Don't 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 encourage, don't encourage this. I think like the name I suggested, everybody hated so much. I think if I say it, the show. <laughs> I love that dis. I love that Discord hated it so much that it actually edited out everything you just said. Like you literally <laughs> went silent. Like it cut your sound out as you were talking. Discord's like, nope, nope. Uh, but it's not but, important. Uh, but um, but yeah. So there's there's a lot of new content coming up. Uh, of course we have the morning show next Friday with me, Derek, and now Rebecca. I'm I'm very very happy to. That that's awesome. That really that really pumps me up. And then we have uh support class relaunching every Monday night uh um with me and justin at either eight or nine we'll get back in the time um but uh does anybody have uh anything else before we uh before we wrap up here anybody have any any as 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 uh as brandon knows uh in the marine corps we call them saved rounds anybody have any saved rounds for anybody no no nothing uh nothing? we didn't get to the riot stuff but unionize yeah, we- Unionize everybody. Fucking. Yeah, union- I, I, by I the way, like, fuck. I feel fuck like you all Delta. we have to say on that is hell yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell yeah, riot. Oh, fucking, not Delta. Not fuck not Delta fuck Delta. Fuck Delta. Fuck Delta. I. Oh my god. I. I wish I'd. Have, I wish I'd have brought that up sooner. But Jesus Christ, those fucking, those ads from Delta. Holy shit. Like, oh my god. We'll get. We'll. We'll get into that next week. But. But. Oh my god. But uh, anyway, uh, Tom, dude, this is like your forty seventh time on the podcast, man. Yeah. uh thanks for thanks 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 for chilling with us dude uh anytime all right well uh if nobody else has anything uh yep catch us next friday and next monday and we got a bunch of cool shit coming up i had a, I had a huge brain fart there for a minute <laughs> and uh of course it's not yeah, always poetry yeah, is our usual sign off just goodbye unionize and we don't always agree but we, always we don't always real. agree it's real. It's, it's, it's real we don't always agree but it's but real we do always unionize